Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. All right. We finally get to talk about Eternals. It's been an eternity since we've talked Marvel, literally. (laughs) Seriously, it's been a while. It's been a while since since the gang got back together, whatever we're called. Yeah. We still have not established what the heck we're doing. Anyway, uh, Pam, you start. What did you, since you just you saw it most recently, what, what did, did you did. think about Eternals? I Saturday. I mean, I, okay, so I went into Black Widow thinking I hoped I liked it, and I so didn't that I gave it a really low score. But Eternals, I had no idea what to expect. Um, very meh. Like, I mean, I would give it a five or six out of ten. It just didn't. Like I kept waiting for something to happen that I actually really cared about and I didn't so, until the very end, you know, but I was, it's, yes. yeah, yeah. Until the very end. Yeah. yeah. Guys, up, your thoughts. Go ahead, Andrew. I have, uh, I have so I, I much think, to say. I, I think, I think me and Pam are going to end up being closer just based on the heavy side, but <laughs> um, yeah, this movie, I might give it a slightly higher grade than you, Pam, just because I, enjoyed viewing this more than Black Widow. I think for similar reasons though, because I had high expectations for Black Widow. I wanted that to be in my heart to be so good. The Eternals, like I know vaguely who they are and that they're weird cosmic space God things, but like they're not characters I've ever read or have appeared in anything I've watched. I don't have, I'm not invested in them. So what I will say about this movie is, I basically, the minute I found out as I was walking out of the theater and I remember that Icarus was the, was one of the characters. And if you know the story of Icarus, he like flies too close to the sun, hence that like final scene with him. That's what this movie felt like to me. This was Marvel flying too close to the sun. They thought they had the nice world metaphor. at their feet, their world at their feet, and they were gonna shoot for, they were gonna shoot for the stars. And unfortunately, they got way too close to the one just off planet and they burned up a little bit. Do I think they're crashing to Earth dead? No. But I think I think this is gonna hurt them. Now, there are positives from this movie that I will cite, but this is, yeah, this is lower tier Marvel for me. This is, uh, honestly, and Pam, you may Pam, you, you may take a little victory lap. This is like on par with the way Thor the, I view Thor the Dark World these days, right now. But granted, that's only, this is only after one viewing, and my opinion of Thor 2 has gone up since we've spoken, so... Um, we'll have to see, but I agree with you about the, about the end stuff. The end stuff, I am so jazzed to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, I, I am too. So I try to avoid spoilers or anything. Um, and when I go into any uh, Marvel movie, I, I, I sometimes I barely watch the trailers. The only time I watch the trailers is like when we're going to talk about them and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't want to hear anything about it. I heard all I heard was the reviews were bad. Some of the reviews were bad. Some mm-hmm. people said this is the most awesome thing ever. And some people said this is yep. the worst thing ever. And I came into this movie saying, well, the people that said that, that sucked, they're probably not. Because, I mean, really, these these MCU movies are two things. They're MCU movies and then they're, they're movie movies. And that's how I judge these things. It's like 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 Black Widow. It's like Black Widow was a good movie movie. And it was it was a OK MCU movie. So I went in 
expecting that it was going to be awesome. It's like, I, hey, I've loved every, even even Thor Dark World. Dark World. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's 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 part of this whole universe, and I'm I'm gonna love it. So okay, wow, wow, I was so angry. <laughs> here's the first. Here's the first reason I was, I was angry. You call this an MCU movie? It didn't have. Now we're on what movie twenty six or something like that, or yeah. you know, I stopped counting. Something something like that. So almost every MCU movie has some reference to and the other things and the other characters so you know what's going on and you know it's part of a bigger thing here nothing nothing <laughs> one tiny reference maybe yep. two the whole thing you had you would have if, if you didn't tell me this was an mcu movie i would have never even known good point it's that is it's, an excellent it's, point it's it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous the other reason is I am so dis- not disgusted. Um, I just don't care about this whole subject. Amen. I can get that you have a, a rich guy that's a genius that can make his own suit and and and, be, and have like superpowers. I could get that uh, that a dude takes a super soldier serum and becomes super powered. I could get I could expl- I could understand all the origins of every MCU character. But when you're talking about giant planet-sized beings that create universes and they, and they create robots that are super powered and immortal, you're losing me. This is way beyond any crap. And, and I'm just, okay. I just don't care. I don't know how this all fits in and how, how much they'll be involved in, in future things. But if this is where we're going. I'm not that crazy about it. And yeah. the third thing that I didn't like, and, and this, it really bugs me that someone said, well, you didn't like it because you're a white guy. Shut up. That was the dumbest thing I've seen That's, recently. That was so dumb. Yeah, because... I think when we did when we ranked MCU movies, I think I made Black um, um, Black Panther number three because because I'm because I'm so racist in the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we do these things. You fit. There was too much going on. I I actually yeah. credit the I actually credit the director for 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 keeping it all together. She did a great job. I credit the cast. They did as good a, of a job as they could do considering the material. But in, in, in a two and a half hour movie to fit all these characters, all these plots, all this stuff, it's like you're fitting 10 pounds of something in a five pound bag. It was just too much. Throwing in, yeah. How many Eternals are there? There was what, 10 of them? There's too many. It's, no, everything there's was just 10 on Earth. There's on, Earth, on Earth. Yeah. There's more of them on other sentient planets, apparently, because that's where we're going in the next movie. Yeah, that I, Joe, you hit those two points you hit right on the head for me. Those are my two biggest positives for this: the cast and the director. The director, I don't know her other work, but I know she was like catching a lot of flack because oh, she's going to make this too artsy, whatever. This movie looks gorgeous. Like, if you're just going to sit there and watch it on silent and not care about the plot, it is visually very, very beautiful to look at. I will wholeheartedly defend that point. And the characters, the ones that I gravitated to, when they had enough screen time to actually do things, 
I liked him. Kingo was hilarious. Love Kingo. He was my favorite. And then probably Fastos after that. But Icarus did nothing for me. I think they vastly underused Athena. What did she get to do? Have amnesia and fight a couple scenes? Like, that was, no. You don't bring Angelina Jolie in for that. Freaking Selma Hayek, Ajax, is he in the movie for all five minutes? I was stoked to see Selma Hayek in a Marvel movie. Like, give me that movie. And she's, she's dead before she comes off screen. She's barely like, in it, yeah. That was garbage. <laughs> so, yes, the blame for this movie goes on the Marvel machine because they tried to cram too much universe building into this movie and the screenwriters were not saying, hey, we need to cut some shit. So, yeah, you hit, you hit a lot of my points right on the head. I have some other ones, but uh, go ahead, Pam. What do you think? No, I, I, I just wanted to add that I, one of the things I probably disliked most, I disagree. I think some of the cast, I'm not a big Angelina fan. And I yeah. thought that character was like, what the heck? You're fighting. You're, in, you're separate because you have your lovely white dress. So you look different from everybody. But you're this mm. wimp who doesn't know anything. But that's just it. Most of these characters were wimps. Like, what what they're fighting yeah, each went, other yeah. and they don't they don't know what they want and they're not sure what's going on and this one's over and then icarus who's supposed to be one of the best ones is like turns on everybody like no no he was like, basically they, superman right can we just agree yes. his power set is superman yes like, yes. Okay. yes he is basically superman yeah but it yeah. took like you know when you get to civil war in the other you know and everything else and they fight i hated that but like oh. that looks like stellar up on a pedestal fighting that made sense and you understand compared to the fracturing of the eternals which i didn't care and didn't even make that much sense to me like oh, that yeah. really bothered me oh, really yeah. really bothered me well as fighters it's- some of them just just <laughs> just sucked as fighters like you, you know Dude, this was their attempt at justice league man you had a speedster you had superman you had the guy making the gadgets like this was their like oh Zack Snyder's cut of that was really good. Let's do a guy that can shoot laser beams and fly and a, one that runs around real fast. That that'll sell tickets. Oh, oh, how, those those two specifically, Macari and Icarus, probably my least favorite characters in the whole movie. Macari didn't do anything. She sat on the ship the entire movie and showed up in the last ten minutes for a fight. That was the entire her entire arc. Hated Meanwhile, that. yeah, she was the coolest one, and it's, it's yeah, so she cool that you cool. did you actually she was have cool a... as a character, but she didn't do anything. Yeah. They gave her right, no right. development. No, I agree. Yeah. So, I agree. yeah. Uh, and there's one thing that we're gonna bring up that I think everybody was asking. Heck, it was in the trailer. Uh and they try to explain it, and I'm so Oh, I think disgusted with the expo that we'll we'll get to it. Don't worry, we'll get to it. That 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 just just so angers me. But anyway, I think I have the same problem. So yeah, (laughs) Um, there we get there. So so we start with and we start with a scroll. I hey cool okay it works in Star Wars. Wars. Yeah okay. Might as well just rip off the best. Sure. Sure. Uh, they talk about how the Celestials created all life in the universe and they the blah, 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 blah. Like, OK, what's up? What's up, Andrew? Big quit. So this is one of my biggest gripes with the way Marvel's taking this whole universe is so now we have Celestials and we had Kang the Conqueror and we have all these people that are controlling massive aspects of this universe, creation, time. Like, you're getting too big for your dang britches. What is Ant-Man going to do against that? Like Ant-Man ain't growing planet size in this universe. I'm sorry, it ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're losing, you're losing your street level thing. guys. 
that's so, that's a thing that's a thing it's yeah. like you got planet-sized things and that, and that now i just realized it's like that's one of the reasons why i didn't like uh guardians 2 it's like i don't ego the living don't, planet was a celestial good point I, yeah i don't really you know you're, you're just it's, it's just too big yeah i mean you know it's like you know when when they had um the uh like the daredevil and um all those all those yeah. things and all those series it's like you know what's daredevil gonna do against thanos you know it's like you know, they're just they're, gotta use that radar sense man that yeah sense. so it's like you know these these some of these heroes are just not that great so yeah i mean they, i like daredevil but <laughs> oh i liked it i liked it it was those you know those those things were great it's just in the in the in the whole grand scheme yeah. of things they you're you know. getting too big for your britches too fast here like we need hulk, to work up to the celestials hulk, hulk would hulk, hulk would kick all of their butts real quick but anyway uh yeah. So yeah, they 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 established that the Eternals are from a, the planet called Olympia, which we learn is all a big lie and stuff. And they and they they arrive in Mesopotamia because the deviants are there. They're killing people, and they uh, they, they they kill the deviants because that's what they're sent to do. And then they hand them this pretty pretty knife, <laughs> which is supposed to represent how we 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 help humans throughout history well they gave him the plow too they do call out the plow so fastos wants to get him the steam engine way too early and they're like no 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 they ain't ready for that so yeah i, I they could plow. have cut, they could have cut that entire <laughs> thing and just rewrite it as like oh the snap did something to the fabric reality these deviants are showing up and now the eternals have to like jump into action give me that could like, have done that yeah because it would have tied in yeah and it would have tied in better other than there just go. mentioning it. Yeah. Yeah. And there like was a, the snap as a line. There was a lot of jumping around from yeah. modern day to the past, back to modern day to the past. It was like a lot of jumping around. So, yeah. So then now they're in modern times and Cersei is dating Jon Snow. I know. Oh, my goodness. My favorite line of the entire thing. I love you, Cersei. And you're like, oh my God, if you watch Game of Thrones, you're dying watching this. So, nope. Yeah, I, I never watched it. Don't get that reference. I, <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah I, I, I never saw Game of Thrones. Game so. of wait, Thrones. Wait, wait. Is Cersei the one with the white hair? Are they brother and sister or something? No, not. Oh, that's, oh. She's not the one with the white hair. She is a brother oh, okay. and sister thing. Sorry, no, I only know it from the memes. Oh, so Cersei is the um Cersei's evil. Yeah, but she no. she was um what's what's her face? Uh, uh what's Lena who's Heedy? who's the Lena Heedy? Lin, not Lena Heedy or had Lena Lena Heedy. I'm not sure how you say her name. I'm thinking now of the I'm other gonna one. get I'm don't thinking of the other everybody. The other right, we don't the need the other Oh, you're thinking of Amelia Clark. Coming. I'm thinking of Amelia Clark. Yeah. That's who I'm yeah. thinking. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So no idea who that is. Uh and she's in Han Solo. Yeah. Oh. She's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I just I just learned this. Okay. So Cersei is played by Gemma Chan. I'm sorry if I uh I um mispronounced that. What else was Gemma Chan oh. in in MC? No, I know this. She was in uh Captain Marvel. Yes, Minerva. Right? she was one of the bad guys. Yeah, she was Minerva. Yeah, yep, yeah. So I, right. I just I learned that. I, I just learned that she was she was in this. So that's that's really cool. So they haven't used her right in either of these, in my opinion. But we'll go. We'll get there. 
so there, so Deviant shows up in in modern times, and so so Cersei's hanging out with uh, what's her name, Sprite, and yeah. uh, she's dating Dane Dane Whitman, Jon Snow, Jon yeah. Snow. Can we just call him Snow? I know. Uh, <laughs> and he, uh, so. So I, I think at, at some point he says like it's like are, are you normal or are you not are you he's like no 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 I'm totally normal totally normal yeah. and then she you know she helps fight a, a deviant and yeah then like, she turns oh, herself so. into a bunch of leaves like yeah yeah was yeah. I the only one worried about the humans that were in that bus when it crashed at however fast it was going and it's like all its protections just turned into leaves like was I the only one a little concerned about them hitting pavement at that speed? Like I didn't even think of that. What 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 are yeah how are how yeah I I, I actually did think of that because that comes back later that she's never transmutated organic matter because she does it to a deviant later and they're all like oh that's such a big deal and I was like why because I her power their power sets are so scattered and ill defined if you're the Celestials and Icarus is your best one why not give them all the powers. Like you're making these things. Give them all all of the powers. <laughs> so, you're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it just made no sense to me. You're right. So. Give them all. Give them. Yeah. Give them. There's there's no reason. You you you've created them. It's like I mean, you know, I I saw something. I said, well, why do you make one of them deaf? Why do you make one of them chubby? Why do you make them? It's like, well, what is the kid? <laughs> yeah. Why is them? And basically, the, the 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 explanation is okay, so they can blend in. Okay, that that, that that makes sense, but there's no reason you've created this. Make them all. Give them all the give them each all the powers. I do like that in ancient Mesopotamia they already knew American Sign Language, so that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of that. That's these are the little things, little story notes in this script that I'm like, a good script writer catches that crap. Like, let's, don't let's, ever do ASL. Have her communicate in a completely thing that's not, that maybe based right. off ASL, but brings in like seven other things and has like weird gestures that we wouldn't know. Like, do that. But that was ASL. Like, it was <laughs> right before they gave him the plow. They gave him the, uh, the they, they, they all taught him ASL. Yes, before America was discovered. Right, right? before there even was an America. <laughs> Oh, and let's, let's remember now by the time we get through all of that we're at least halfway through the movie like right. by the time we get through all the back like and you're going what centering am i in what's going on we're, just, <laughs> yeah. we're jumping yeah. from century to century yeah. and it's all there's so much exposition there's so much explaining yeah. this yep. explaining that it's like there's more explaining than actual Show don't yeah. tell. That is the cardinal yeah. rule of making a movie. It is a visual medium. Show me, do not tell me something. And yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. Way too much exposition. Yeah. So a line and talking about ex- talking about that exposition, but that's about it. So Icarus helps fight the deviant, and then they're basically it 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 turns into um Blues Brothers. We're putting band. We're putting the band back together. We're on a mission from God. Literally, we're on a, we're on a mission. <laughs> they are. They're on a mission from God. They really are. <laughs> Good one. Good I'm gonna one. start so, calling this the Eternal Blues Brothers or something. Eternal Blues Brothers. There you go. There you go. I like the Blues Brothers better than this. We're on a mission from God. We all. Uh. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Um. <laughs> So so they go to find Ajax because she's the the leader and she's dead. Oh my goodness. 
Was I the only one that immediately, the minute Icarus just looks at the body, he's like, a deviant did it, was immediately like, no, you did it, dude. That was that was shady as crap. I had no I idea. I immediately thought it was yeah, him at I that missed point. It. I had no idea. Because he just yeah. he just like randomly throws out the line. They're all staring at her dead body, and he's just like, he doesn't do anything. He's just like, okay. a deviant did it. Okay, but no way. I mean, who else is going to kill an eternal? It ain't some. What it can ain't, kill them? It, it ain't the, the the dude in the, the gas station in North Dakota, wherever she's at. I mean, you know, only I, I'm guessing only a deviant could figure out how to kill an eternal, or at least try to. And they just fought a deviant, so I could see why they could. So that. I'm coming at it from the meta knowledge of knowing that this is a superhero movie and stuff, and that Icarus had no real reason to show up randomly in London to fight off a deviant he didn't know existed till he got there, and then just be like, "Oh, the deviant definitely did it." Like that—that was—I was—I was already picking him apart. I was already did like, they, eh, dude, "Did they explain?" why he just showed up or he just showed up he just happened to show up he, he, he drops a line of exposition about uh we thought we got all the deviants but apparently there's one left and we've been tracking or something like that he drops a well, line and he just randomly shows up doesn't go to Xerxes first but doesn't know where this thing is and then he's just like already fighting it and they show up and help like that was i was not and then he's just like oh yeah deviant definitely killed her i haven't examined the body at all but that's definitely what happened so yeah that was I, I I had he was sus he was sus from jump for me. Um, didn't he say something about watching her or watching Sprite or he was aware of something? Maybe or, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I just, maybe he possibly. did drop maybe. a lot about that on Cersei. No, because Kingo maybe. was the one who was looking out for Sprite. Kingo was the one because Sprite gets pissed at him later at Kingo later and is like, "Why did you abandon me?" or whatever. It's a drop line uh, dialogue, but. Yeah. Again, all these are dropped lines. They're never explored. It's just like, oh, I'm mad at you for a reason. And then we move on and we're buds again. Like yep. that, I don't like that. Yeah. It's not good character yeah. development. Yeah. So, too much, right, sorry. Too much crap. So, uh, so Cersei explains to Jon Snow that, hey, yeah, we're, <laughs> we've we're just calling him that. around for a while and blah, blah, blah. And he says the thing that we've been all thinking, well, if you've been around all this time and you're super powered and all this stuff, why didn't you do something about Thanos? And the explanation is, dum, dum, dum. We're not, we're not supposed to interfere. Blah, 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 blah. What a bunch of BS. Yes. Huge amount of BS. Okay. Go ahead. You go first. No, Pam, go first. Because I have two big things on this one. That aggravate the crap out of me about that explanation. Okay, so okay, so here's the Avengers. Here we are on this level of Avengers, and here's humanity down here, and they set this up like the Eternals are up here and so much better than everybody else, and they're so amazing. Oh, that so then it makes even less sense that they wouldn't help with with Thanos. It it doesn't it doesn't even. I don't know. I, I can't articulate. Go ahead, Andrew. It just, it annoyed okay. me it's, so yeah, same. much. So, so my one thing, uh, my first thing from the movie specifically, they give some exposition about why the Celestials send the Eternals to fight the Deviants. And so the population can reach a certain, uh, like a critical mass, so to speak. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the, okay. snap, the, the snap that Iron Man does that brings everybody back bumps the Earth's population to basically whatever that magic number is. So... Logically speaking, if the Celestials have all these planets they're basically harvesting, and Thanos is going to wipe out half of all sentient life in the universe, which is going to set them back billions of years in mm-hmm. just saving new, new Celestials, 
Tell me that's not a reason to get involved. You're going like, to let him do that? That's exactly that. what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. The whole point of human existence is that so we can feed this celestial baby. We're just food for a celestial baby. And you need to reach the population needs to reach a certain point. And that's the whole point of the Eternals is to bring them all, bring us all along so that we can, we, we could be, we could populate enough to feed this celestial baby. So let's have this dude wipe out half of our progress, wipe out half of the life in the universe. Not just not just planet Earth, every other planet. Yep. Doesn't make yeah. any no. sense at total, all. Total BS. Total so here's BS. Here's the real kicker to that. So this is me comic book nerding. Thanos has a deviant gene. Thanos is mostly eternal, but his father was experimenting with deviant DNA. His father and mother are both eternals. In the comic, he has a deviant gene. That's why he looks the way he does. So th- there, there is a loophole built into the lore of that character that you could have had them step so in. So even if, and we don't know whether that's, you know, that's that's comic book world. We don't know if that whether yeah. that's MCU world. I know, but still, I know. there was an out. But I, I hear what you're saying. There was an out where you could say, or they could they could have gotten involved. Even, it was even baked if, into the sto- the story of the character. That's a big thing because you're not supposed to experiment with eternal DNA unless you're a celestial and. The Eternal, I forget that guy's name. It's something with like three apostrophes or whatever. And he he toys with it. And that's where, spoiler alert, we get his brother who comes up at the end of the movie. We'll talk about that there. Who is an Eternal. And the only two offshoots the Celestial ever created were Eternals and Deviants. So if he has a Deviant gene, that should have been enough. Like I, you you can argue that with me till the cows come home. Like that's yeah. now that they, especially since they're bringing that character in, like that aggravates me even more. Well, and- just a little aside that somebody who's just watching movies like me came up with immediately is how Independence Day is this? You know what I mean? Like the alien people wanting to take over Earth to suck everything they can out of Earth, destroy Earth and move on. Like, okay, um, isn't that, haven't we used that plot line? And aren't they like huge yes. bad guys? Like, aren't right. they the villains? Like there is not one single thing about the Eternals and their existence and their reason for being on earth. Not one thing that isn't evil. Not one yeah. thing. Oh yeah. So yeah, they literally just to blow up the planet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Yeah. So they we now we go back to the time of the Aztecs and we see that the that the Spaniards are killing all the Aztecs and they're they're all just watching. And oh, yeah. Druid, Druid gets mad and says, well, let's well, I can control their minds. I could just bank them. It's like, no, 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 don't do that. OK, that haircut, man, that haircut. Like who 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 in costuming decided on Druid's haircut, man? I don't know if that's comic accurate. I need to look that up, but ew. That was rough, man. The, the the higher power really messed up on that on that hair hair choice. Yeah, that was. He fell asleep. He fell asleep on the aesthetic part of that creating that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we learned that Thena can lose her mind, and she has oh. mad weary or whatever. So, so dumb. So it's an amnesia plot, right? This amnesia is, this is what you do when you're out of ideas. You give them like some amnesia thing that makes them a pointless amnesia thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally yeah. pointless. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
She yeah. still shows up in the f- final fight to fight the big crow deviant that's talking now or whatever. Like, she still does all that. She just, we're not going to give her any character development in between those scenes because, well, she has this mind thingy, yeah. weary, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, so Gilgamesh says, I'll take care of her. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, I like Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh was I like my third favorite. He was cool. He was cool. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we go to, can we see Kingo in is a Bollywood actor? Oh my god, which is so funny. I, I me too. I love I love <laughs> I, I, I loved Kamal Nanjani when he was a comedian. I've loved anything he's been in. The so big sick. uh Big Sick was one of the best movies. Just just a great movie. Just love that movie. Very, very funny that uh <laughs> that he is it's basically sort of autobiographical and he uh he he plays himself in the movie, but then he finds he he finds some other actress to play his wife. I thought I thought that was fine, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. So he's in Bollywood, and he's basically spending his time just becoming another generation of. That was his... great. That was so great. Uh, basically, my... almost every scene that he was in provided good uh, comic relief. Yeah. And I, I, I liked almost anything he was in. So, yeah, he, he was, he was a high point for me for the movie. What, what did you guys think of Kingo? Love him. Yeah. He was yeah. so good, so good. And 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 I read, I read up on him after I was done, and he had worked out so much, and he, yeah, like, I was, thought that was awesome, like that he did all this working out he, and he was making sure he looked good. And I'm thinking, he got so jacked. I he know, got right? so he was just this scrawny little comedian dude. I know. I was like, is this the same guy? You know? Seriously, yeah. he was just so muscular. So, Damn, you know. dude. You know how we have all those actors work out so they can have those big muscular scenes? You know what we're going to do with Kingo? He's going to have a shirt on the entire time. <laughs> so. Well, you could see his arms. So You, you can know. see his arms. My favorite, <laughs> oh my my favorite part is where he introduces his ballet or his butler or whatever that guy that's following around with the camera. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's known me for 50 years. He thought I was a vampire when we first met and tried to sting me through the heart. And I was like, that is amazing because that is what a normal, rational person would do in that scenario. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. He's awesome. I love that character. I've, yeah, he was, he was really cool. He was really Far cool. Gone. And and somebody didn't somebody say to him like, "Hey, are you Alfred? Like, are you Alfred to, to his no, Batman yeah. or something?" Yeah. And that yeah. was another weird thing about this movie is that they 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 reference Batman and they reference Superman. Mm-hmm. I, Marvel's than, never been above poking fun at Avengers, poking fun though. at DC. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Deadpool. Deadpool. He does entire bits about poking oh. fun poking fun at others. That's true. Yeah, that that technically he's not MCU amazing. yet, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, they go to Australia, and <laughs> they he he <laughs> they find out he makes he makes wine from what urine or something or spit. No, or... he chews up the berries and spits them in. Yeah, it's like okay, man. <laughs> like that's um, gross. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Athena is there and Gilgamesh is there. Okay. Whoop de doo. At some point, so they're all basically together now. And is this when, oh, uh, well, at, at, 
when they, when they, they find out what well they, they, they gotta when still they, get druid though oh yeah they still gotta get druid yeah um when yeah, they and fastest. Uh, and fastest, uh, yeah, yeah but fastest is after druid yeah yeah uh but they the 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 uh, when they find Ajax, it transfers that 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 orb thing transfers to Cersei, oh. so she's now the one that can speak to Celestials. And yes, the data dump scene. Yeah, the data. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what this scene is. Uh, is it at this point that she learns what the whole what the actual deal is? With all this I think it's, stuff, it's not even yet, is it? Is it yet that she even learns that? I think there's still something that happens before she even learns it. Yet. Well, they, they, I think she learns it, but they don't know how to stop it. But they think maybe Druig can like put it to sleep, right? Not kill it, right. They don't so want they to gotta, kill it. We're still in the Marvel universe, so they so they gotta go get Druig. Okay, so yeah, so the 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 actual thing is they weren't they weren't on this a planet Olympia. There's no Olympia. They're just robots that just get rebooted every planet they go to. That's why Athena is all messed up because when she got rebooted, there was a there was a a, a glitch in the programming or some crap. Yeah, she like has that. memories of her previous life. Is the line that they drop. Her yeah. mind didn't get wiped completely. And actually, they even say they the Celestials don't wipe their minds. They store them as data. And that comes back at the end of the movie. That is actually one of the few plot threads that I thought meant nothing that they did pick up. But I'll, and I'll so, explain where that came in. Okay, so here's another problem I have with it. Like I said, not a big Angelina fan. Oh, there's fan plenty. Anyway. There's plenty to be had. <laughs> well, I know. I know. But um, you're right. But the, uh, so, okay, here's this, this eternal who you're supposed to be like, all right, we have to wipe her mind or be done with her completely. But it's okay after all these bazillions of centuries and years and everything that they've had to wipe out every other Eternal when this happens. But, oh, okay, we're just going to put Gilgamesh there to babysit her and that's perfectly okay. Like, how was that? How was that okay? I Like, that whole thing didn't make any sense. There's no way this major important thing and they would just be like, uh, okay, we'll just give her a babysitter instead. It was just a, it was just a plot device. It was stupid. You just brought up a really good point that I never thought of. They never address whether any of them got dusted, do they? Can Eternals not be dusted? They you never address what, that. You mean why that why, why they can't die or what? You mean the blip? No, you mean from this, the blip? This, what? Yeah, the blip is supposed to be half of all sentient life. Is the definition that that Marvel's pitching? The Eternals are sentient life. Technically, so are Celestials. But they existed before the six singularities, which is the Infinity Stone, which again, another drop line. So did any of the Eternals die during the blip? No, because they're not they're because they're robots. They're not even real. Uh, they're sentient though. They're not organic. Uh, at all. They didn't count. Nope. Then why? All. all right. I mean, it would robots. be like the Terminator and you'd lose their body. <laughs> no. Or but why did Xerxes and Icarus hook up then? That was weird. Even robots got to get it on sometimes, you know? <laughs> I guess, I guess. I mean, we never got Ultron's gratuitous scene, so. But. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Sorry, I'm yeah. asking too many deep questions this movie doesn't want to answer, so let's move on. There's too much to it if you start thinking about all these questions, though. Like, that's the, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. 
So they go to find Druig, and he is in the Amazon. Where okay, and he has his own little group of people that he could just control or whatever. They're the ancestors of the Aztecs that he saved in that flashback scene. Okay, again, dropped line of dialogue. They do not give you any more than that. That's it. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) and uh, the the okay, this is another thing that really ticked me off. So a deviant comes to attack them and they all fight this thing except for the warrior the god of war the war, the great warrior thena so she's watching a, a, a deviant attack and kill gilgamesh and she just like just hangs out mm-hmm. dude why? Why? Why didn't you go help your friend, you jerk? Yeah. yeah I thought I that know. was going to push her into being normal again, like normal again. I did. I thought, yeah. oh, okay, I she'll snap out of her little weird funk to save Gilgamesh. But no. No. We're not going to develop this character that much. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. It's not allowed. Not allowed. Um, I will say Gilgamesh had my favorite move of the entire thing where he just open hands that deviant. Like just oh, yeah. like get out of here. That was good. That I was liked great. his power. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, yeah. Fun. He actually, he actually, yeah. Basically, his power was get these hands. That's a basically it. It's like I'm just yeah. I got I got a really good right hook. It's it's, yeah. it's like, Hulk oh, smash. okay. Yeah. yeah. Hulk smash, yeah. Yeah. Well, him and Kingo were the only ones that did anything in that fight. Thena's out there doing her mind whatever thing. Yeah. Gilgamesh is fighting off the main deviant by himself, I will point out. And King goes out there trying to rescue the village from the other, like, mini deviants that it, we find out it created. And then I don't think Sprite does anything, does she? I don't remember. I don't even remember Sprite in this movie, like, hardly ever until the final fight. Like, she made no impression on me. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, let's let's talk about the deviant. So we learn that they when they kill an Eternal, they take their memories and abilities specifically this deviant they don't ever show any evidence of another deviant doing that this is this is why again they explained they stopped making deviants and they started making eternals who did not have the ability to evolve the deviants kept evolving too far and becoming too powerful and then they had to stop that so that's why they created the eternals now they don't show any of the other deviants absorbing powers or whatever they just and that's why i mean the deviants are sentient organic whatever and the eternals are robots because that's it we can't yeah. have them evolve maybe androids maybe they're like vision and part alive i don't know but i'm not i'm not diving back into that philosophical debate <laughs> not worth it it's <laughs> not not for this movie it's not no. <laughs> then we go to why fast at hiroshima and fastos says i did this it's all my phone it's like why because you gave him a plow the pl- no he said <laughs> he went from plow to atomic bomb <laughs> or were you he gave him a steam engine give him a steam engine seven thousand yeah. years ago and he's like hey guys here's an atomic bomb like, oh thanks man <laughs> see i got from that that he did help them develop the the atomic technology 
I got from that. It, it, you're, again, you guys are right. This is all very, very, very all right. vague. All right. All right. <laughs> Not that I'm that much of a history buff, but what was the first purpose? The whole purpose of creating atomic energy. It's because to kill the Nazis in World War II. What did you think? It's like, hey guys, and I know, I know this is this is actually you know one of the people that um, helped, actually did help um, develop the atomic bomb was like really mad that it got used to kill millions of people, but still. Oh, Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's like, hey guys, what, what you know. <laughs> the, what? The, hey, why am I helping you make this giant? Why does it say atomic bomb on the, uh, on, okay. the, on, the on the blackboard there? What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean bomb, guys? I thought thought we were doing. Uh, I am a history major, and I actually did study Oppenheimer. So the reason he became so outspoken against it afterwards was he was more interested in the technology. He wanted to see if they could create nuclear fusion, and they did. And when they dropped the first test bomb he realized what he had just created. There's a famous line where he says, thus I become death destroyer of worlds. Like, and he was outspoken against atomic weapons ever since. Okay. Like, and they black, the U.S. military blackballed him for it. So that's actually why. So, Not going to lie. I thought that was from Game of Thrones. But anyway. No, <laughs> that's, that, he, he's, he's quoted as saying that after the first test at Los Alamos, thus I become death, the destroyer of worlds. Something to that effect. I might, I might have missed a word there, but yeah. Okay. So. Interesting. Cool. Uh, Sorry, history lesson. No, I love history. <laughs> hey, that sounds way more interesting than anything that happened in this damn movie. But anyway. uh, so yeah, so they go to yeah. modern times and Fastos is with his husband and two kids, which now we can we we know we know he wasn't making any kids. Um and well, okay uh, but i wondered about that didn't okay so cersei at the beginning says that she's not going to after she had already married icarus a million years ago she's not going to she doesn't want to live with Jon snow and i'm sorry he can't be anything but Jon snow until we get to the end and um so she implies that they can't have like it's almost like a star warsy kind of thing no the heroes can't have relationships no the jedi yeah, it was it was like a Jedi vibe, and then here you find. I, I mean, I love that Fastos is there with his husband and child, and they have this great life. But like, wasn't didn't it seem like there was some kind of rule, or did I just make that up in my head? Like, it. it just, oh, that you can't like be in like, a relationship no or something like that. Something. Yeah, I just thought that was because his husband is supposed to be human, right? He wasn't. Yeah. Celestial. He wasn't okay. an eternal. This this was a deleted scene. She actually like spent the night with him one time. She saw that Jon Snow uh, leaves a toilet seat up and she's like, I can't live with this dude. I'm out of here. And that, that's it. That's I can't. I can't live like he's My bad. Plus, missed that. <laughs> plus, plus he, he like he just had a really messy house and he's just like, I, I can't. I can't live with this. This is just one of the many things where it's like, what? Come on. Why? Why? Are well, we? Because you know what, in Star Wars, for example, that's a big deal. Like yeah. that—that—that's a big thing. So it's just one more thing, like we keep talking about, that they throw into this movie that has no meaning really, other than just these couple little line drops here and there. But I mean, they make it a thing for Fastos because he wants to—he wants to save the world for his husband and son. So, or child—I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. I can't remember. Or kid. But this was. 
And this was like actually that. one of the few MCU movies that actually had a sex scene. Yeah, I don't yeah think any other MCU that. movie did. did I read that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. People it just got all of an arms deal. about that. People got all of an arms. You're willing to take your kid to a movie where a guy snaps his fingers and commits mass genocide, but oh, a PG-13 <laughs> sex scene? Nope. Nope. Timmy, too gotta far. get, gotta get out too of the theater. <laughs> yeah. People stand oh, all over the place, man. Like, get on, get on some consistent level, man. Oh, yeah. So th- the last one that they find is they go back to Iraq, which was Mesopotamia thousands of years ago. This is where the spaceship is and who's hanging out of the spaceship, Makari. And Macari. basically, she's just been stealing stuff for, <laughs> for all this time. For hundreds of years. Hundreds, hundreds of years, just stealing yeah. stuff. Big Mac. She had a Big Mac. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Oops. What now? Now, if she took the McRib, now that is only that is only here for a limited time only. So that would be an impressive. When we go back and watch She's it, at home, I guarantee you, uh, we need to look for a Shamrock Shake. There's probably a Shamrock <gasps> Shake too. Yes, yes, that is also available for a limited time only. <laughs> um, so Fastos comes up with a thing called the Uni Mind, so they Ugh. could all use the same mind. Blah, 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 the blah, MacGuffin. Blah. The MacGuffin. Yes. <laughs> Um, this is also where we do the the Icarus heel turn, where we find out that he actually killed Ajax. Because I guess you really he... knew that Andrew that he killed her from the beginning. I, all right, I didn't know it. Icarus came off as so cold and so emotionless, and just did not give me anything to latch onto on that character. When he's just like spouting out lines when it's convenient for him and showing up in London conveniently, like there was too much convenience. It also doesn't help that my mother raised me on murder mysteries, so I'm just like, it's that dude. And he was the only one I because it did. It did feel like a murder mystery there. Like what? What actually happened to her? Yeah. Because why do you kill Selma Hayek off screen in the beginning of the movie if you're paying that actor? You're paying that actor's money. Selma Hayek don't work for no 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 base rate so why do you do it that way other than to have her back in flashback no that's unsatisfying then there's no stakes for that character because we know she dies like and when she dies like she ain't gonna die in this scene she dies in the future so yeah i had suspicions that it was icarus because icarus was just too much of the good soldier character like i had a feeling i didn't know until they actually like actually showed it and i was like yeah okay i could definitely see that but i I guess that's what what he was about he was a good soldier he was he knew of the plot a long time ago and he's Mm. like well i gotta carry this out and she ajax changed her mind i guess and said we're not doing this and it's like okay the whole theme is the eternals want to protect earth because they've fallen in love with humans as a species not necessarily like intimate one-to-one love like fat like you see in fast this case although that does exist but he's fallen in with them as a species, their potential, and they want to see them kind of keep on living and grow that potential. They think that potential. Which I love. Can be I love that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's that's actually yeah. that's the most. But that is a group. That is a group character thing. They like they don't develop that really well individually. Any character, I feel like. But they just that's it was that's just their a, reasoning. It was just a throwaway line. It's like I've seen their capacity for love and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. In what context? Show me that context, right? Project. Right. Show me that yeah. scene right. where you watch Gandhi saves or Mother Teresa saves somebody, yeah. gives somebody food. Yeah. Like that, that's a that's a 30-second scene. You throw that in there. I don't mind if this movie is two hours, 37 minutes, and 30 seconds. Throw that in there. She probably followed me on Twitter. She probably I mean, I, she probably saw the capacity for humanity to love from my tweets. That's what that's I'm thinking. Must it. be it. That's, that's, that's it. Thanks, Joe. So <laughs> you're you're welcome. You you're are welcome. the most popular Twitter account in Pittsburgh. 
That's right. Yeah. That's right. She she must have been in Pittsburgh <laughs> on her way on her way to North Dakota. She she stopped over in Pittsburgh and. <laughs> Yes, because um, those two things are on their way to each other. So, so, so Sprite sides with Icarus, and so does Kingo. But no, I now like he goes this. off by himself. Yes, this was actually the most logically thought out character motivation. It's not we love humans, we're going to save humans, or I must complete the prime directive, which is Icarus. Kingo's like, I'm not going to fight my family over this. Yeah. I don't know what's right or wrong. I'm stepping away. I actually really liked that. I didn't like that they all just pick sides and smash together like your action figures when you were a kid. Like, Kingo's legitimately busted up about it. And he's like, I can't fight you guys. You're my family. I'm going to step out of this one. And you don't see him again until the end. I respect the heck I, out of it. I thought, I thought they were going to bring him back in like the last second and he was going to be the one to take down Icarus and that was going to be like his big hero moment. I'm glad they didn't do that. The way you just explained it was way better than the way they explained it in the damn movie. I agree. I'm aware because, because the actor conveyed it well. That is the one thing, despite the sheer lack of content they are given to act with, a lot of these actors can pull me into the character. So yeah. Kingo was one of them. Fastos was another one. Really, after Gilgamesh, nobody else. <laughs> um, so, so it basically becomes a fight, and and we we see the yep. celestial baby coming up, Tiamat, and uh, so it's basically a fight between all of them against Icarus and Sprite. Yeah, and okay, so okay, they're fighting, whatever, and Cersei goes on. And then she sees Ajax, which is actually Sprite making a you know illusion or whatever. And she stabs Cersei, which doesn't do a damn thing. You just stab someone in the stomach, and it's like this, no big deal. This brings me back to my question I asked earlier. What can kill these things? What can kill an eternal? Because she just got stabbed, like looks like a kidney shot to me. I mean, that that looked that looked deadly. But she walks it off, like you say. But like if a human stabbed an eternal, does that work? Like, right. like, can right. I just right. go up and like stab an eternal and be like, haha, I killed an eternal and run away? Like, is that enough? I they don't define these people's like abilities. Like they all have their little unique thing that they do, but like they're immortal, sort of. But they have super strength, sort of, but different degrees. Like it doesn't, they never define it well. And that that's aggravating to me because I want to understand what the stakes are. But it meant nothing. It meant nothing that she just got right. stabbed. You know, but I realized this and it's frustrating. <laughs> I mean, um, I have even been frustrated a little bit with Thor. Like the idea of, oh, Thor and Loki are gods, they can't be killed, but then they can be killed. And I mean, and that's even more easily defined. Like, I'm not asking for a big explanation about that, but I have thought about that with Thor. But with this, it made even less sense. I agree. Yeah. I was like, what kills them? What? I'm trying to figure out where the power level sets are here because they talk about Thor in Thor 1. He's like, oh, our stuff's not really magic. It's just technology that's so advanced. It looks like magic to you. And we're not really gods, but we live for a really long time, or we are gods, or we aren't. Like, and then the Eternals, do they live forever until they get their mind wiped? And then you got the Celestials, and then Ego says, oh, but we're, Ego says in Guardians 2, when Starlight asks him, like, you're a god? And he's like, yeah, but lowercase g, implying that there's something even bigger out there. Like, Yeah. Well, I, I, or, I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I agree. And then again, it, it goes back to my very first thing that I don't like about this movie. It's like, 
here's humanity, here's the Avengers, here's the, you know, the eternal or the, the Eternals. Okay, and then you get like, but there's, it, that's not the case. It's so, it's defined, but yeah. not defined. Yeah, exactly. They say in the beginning, this is a hard and fast set of rules. And then they proceed to not do that for two and a half and hours. Then, right. And then they rip it up. Then, then yep. they just rip it up. Yeah. So I want to know when the behind the scenes stuff of this comes out. I want to know how many drafts of the script there were. Because there, were there was either one draft of the script that they didn't edit down properly. Or there were 17 writers on this. And all of them got to write like three pages. And then they just smashed it together. And that was the, that was the draft. Like... This, okay. This feels so disjointed at points. Uh, okay. Here, here, here's what I think. Um, you're right. There was a draft. They did. There was actually a movie. They did the movie. When you do movies, uh, especially big ones, I'm sure they have test audiences. Um, okay. You know, they, they bring it before test audiences to get their feedback. I guarantee you the feedback was exactly the crap that we've been saying for the past hour. You know, the, the criticisms, the, you know, what is this about? This has nothing to do with the MCU, you know, too much stuff going on. And that's, I think that's why they threw in that one line. It's like, well, now the Captain Rogers and Iron Man aren't uh -oh. there. Who's going to lead the Avengers? I, I, I guarantee that's that's why they threw in that line. Just because like, so, so we have some reference to <laughs> that it actually oh, is an what? MCU movie. You know, the other throwaway joke they probably threw in to make an Avengers tie where they're sitting in Fastos' house and, uh, Icarus is like, you probably built a perfect fortress. What's this table made out of? Vibranium. Vibranium. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you got to name drop Black Panther. I actually Black Panther enjoyed that scene because it was a good com comic scene and they played it, it was well. Was. Uh, but now I laughed at it, so I didn't think about they're throwing that in there to name drop some Avengers stuff. Right. I didn't even connect right. that, so thank you, Joe. That, that's not even something. <laughs> I appreciate that joke slightly less now, so that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just... It, it, uh, and then big CGI lights, and we turn, we beat the monster. Like yeah, that's we 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 beat the monster. And another thing is, uh, so this happened apparently about the same time that Spider-Man No Way Home is going on. So you mean to tell me, large planet-sized earthquakes are going on, and it doesn't get referenced in any other thing? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. And this okay. big. Wait, do you mean Spider-Man No Way Home or Far From Home? I'm sorry. The, the latest spider, the, the the last one that happened. I'm. Uh, oh, so not the one that comes out. Wait, what? No. Yeah, it's, no. It, it happened. It happened about the same no. time. Oh no. Yeah. So <laughs> interesting to see an actual timeline of when that's supposed to have. Like you're right. This is there the, and the only reason that we know that it happened after the blip was because on like on one tiny little part when she was in London there was a little thing that said you know we could you know all the all the victims of the blip or whatever we could help you or something that's, that's the only reason we know that it was after the blip yeah Otherwise, uh, I have so yeah. much so much timeline stuff in my head right now we need to we need to let's let's, let's progress so <laughs> let's progress so yeah so 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 they they win he gets turned into marble and Icarus flies into the sun can we that was get so a little more cliched? I out loud can we I laughed get... out loud in the theater when i saw him going up you know into the atmosphere it was like if he goes into the sun my goodness <laughs> are you freaking kidding me can we get any more cliche i laughed out loud uh, in the theater i'm not gonna lie i was like they're not gonna do this 
they're not gonna do it and then i just lost it and the guy next to me was like what are you laughing at i was like i can't <laughs> oh, oh yes that was that was I, I i don't even know that they wrote that scene they were just like let's just cgi that scene in there it's icarus like let's do it whatever people know what that is whatever uh, okay so uh so some of them, some of the Eternals go into space, I guess, to find other Eternals. Yeah, and, which why? Um, <laughs> I don't know why it, they're doing. Yeah, and uh, the, uh, but but some of the Eternals get brought before um, what's his face, Arisham, the Judge, yeah. and says he's going to scan their memories to determine whether humanity is worthy of survival. Okay. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. I've okay. seen this was an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. This is this is Q. This is this, oh, it was. It's, it's exactly Yo. the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Man, they're cribbing a lot of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so my biggest issue with that scene isn't that he comes down and is like, "I'm going to judge you." It's that a planet-sized being just entered your atmosphere and nothing <laughs> bad happened to the planet. Well, right, and they, don't they, work. and they have that that newscast person saying, "Well, and we're trying to figure out what happened with that big rock that's in." The yeah, middle and nobody's of the losing their shit right now. Sorry, <laughs> nope, not buying it. Okay, it's just a big rock, and who cares? Yeah, yeah. If a big rock like that appeared in the sky over Earth, I would lose my mind. I would think there was an asteroid about to hit us. Very strange. Yeah. So, Steve Buscemi and Aerosmith together and shoot them up into space or something. Uh, so the this is the mid credit scene where they're on the spaceship and uh, Pip shows up and with by Patton Oswalt. Yeah, he's Patton Oswalt. Really cool. Really (laughs) cool. And uh, and Eros, who's the brother, the brother of Thanos. Where did that's canon? Where did these people come from? Okay, uh, I almost texted you. Still in the theater, I think I I, <laughs> I, I texted. Did I text you, Joey? Like, what was okay? What's going to happen here? I almost texted you, Andrew, to say, okay, who the hell is this guy? Who the hell is this guy? Okay, okay so he's the brother. Of, he's the brother of Thanos. Right. In the who got okay. all the good looks in the family, by the way? Who looks That's human? What I'm talking about, like about that deviant gene. That deviant gene that Thanos has is why he looks the way he does, and not like all the other Eternals, like supermodelly. Um. Anyway. So Star Fox is really going to be a really complicated character to bring into the MCU because his power is basically manipulating the positive chemicals in beings' bodies. He makes people horny. That's your. That's a pretty cool superpower. Uh, not you know. when you, not when you use it without consent. Okay. There's an entire storyline in the comics where he does true. that and goes to court over it. And yeah, he you're, yeah we're gonna we're gonna meet you the heck out of this dude. Yeah, I don't. Well, um, and She-Hulk is the one that tries him. So who knows? Maybe he's popping up in that She-Hulk series we're getting. Hey. I doubt it highly. I don't think there ain't, Martha was even going to acknowledge the character ever did that in the comics. I think there, like, were, oh, don't know what you're talking about. there were screams in the theater I was in when people realized it was Harry freaking Styles. I, I, was just, I just that looked was. that up. I just looked it up. <laughs> I didn't know who that I was. was. Like, I was like, seriously? Okay. You're excited for this? I, he, I mean, he looks good in the costume and whatnot, but I mean, Harry I don't Styles. In my in my world, which is the the the, the world of as a father of a, a teenage girl that loved One Direction, yeah, um, and that was a big deal. Didn't he <laughs> do that like 
pink like watermelon sugar pink lunch, yes whatever that watermelon sugar yeah the, yeah okay i vaguely remember this yeah because <laughs> i so, went to the Grammys year, I think. yeah i mean i i'm i'm sure they'll change it up in the mcu they so have that, to you know so that he's you know i mean yes i mean yes making people horny is an interesting superpower but still you know yeah uh Um, yeah that 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 scene did very little for me outside of oh cool thanos's brother next yeah Yeah, exactly that's how i felt i was like okay where's this exciting actually i want to hear about (laughs) it actually made me really sad because it's like oh crap are we getting another one of these eternals movies crap (laughs) it's gonna continue (laughs) Although Star Fox does team up with the Guardians of the Galaxy a lot in the comics, so maybe that's their segue. That would make sense. That that would make sense. Um, So, and then the post-credit scene is Jon Snow uh, opening up this thing that has this sword and somebody calling to it. And, okay, this sounds cool because this brings out a whole other set of plots and issues and stuff like that work what is that the um the ebony blade the ebony blade uh and caliber because the black knight like right Uh, uh, they're all marvel characters they're they're all marvel characters okay really seriously because i'm like okay where are we going off into camelot right now (laughs) like i was like they they'll explain it better if you remember when when Aeros, whatever Aerosmith, whatever that god came down was, and took the took the other Celestials, they John Snow's character is about to say something about his complicated family history, and that's where the whole thing with the Black Knight comes from. Basically, the blade is passed down to descendants, and it like it increases your desire to kill and stuff like that, but it also grants you like super strength and you're a great fighter and stuff. That's basically what it is, which is why we get disembodied voice from off screen which is marsha ali our new as blade, blade. yes we we've, we've referenced there have been there have been references to vampires in other mcu things so it sounds like we're gonna get vampires we're gonna get blade yeah okay so that is that blade that's that, that blade. is Mahershala ali that's, yes that that's, is his that's, work that's, it is confirmed that's that's yeah good old uh that used to be played by uh Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. 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 That whole yeah, yeah. that whole well, thing that's coming. That's all it's the same character. Okay. It's the same character. It's all it, coming. I mean, they're rebooting the character, but yeah. Right, right. Like, it's yeah. This okay, is his like, take. Okay, so like my son's an actor. He was in Spamalot. He played, I mean, and he was in Camelot. He played the Black Knight in Spamalot. Where is that coming into this? Like my mind went, whoa, off on this tangent. Does that exist in the MCU? The Black Knight is a thing. Yes, um, the Black Knight is legitimately was, a character. What was that that it, saying? Death, death is your your reward, or something like that. Yeah. So something basically, like depending on the interpretation of the Ebony Blade they decide to give, it can either do, it amplifies your strength, you get stronger, faster, better reflexes, all that, all those good baseline superpowers. Um, he also might get a flying horse like Valkyrie has, which is kind of cool. Um, anyway. Basically, it also just amplifies your most negative emotions is the 
is the most is the broadest one there's ones where it's like it's literally thirsty for blood like if you it, it'll kill the wielder if you don't if he doesn't kill you're obsessed with killing things which basically turns you from possibly a superhuman good guy to a superhuman bad guy because you're just all about killing things sort of it, not every interpretation of the blade is you have to kill 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 or else you die sometimes it really just is it amplifies your worst emotions so there's like fights where black knight like somebody he loves will get hurt and he'll just get really really angry almost like not full like size like strength hulking outwise but he'll just go into a blind rage and people like his allies have to take him down and so he basically becomes like a zen master kind of but not like but with like other like ways of dealing with it in the comics and he basically learns to master the good parts of the blade while tamping down the bad parts that's why blade asks him are you sure you're ready for this because uh, clearly he's not he does he doesn't really know what he's getting into the blade's is freaking talking the, to him is the reason he's doing this because um the celestial dude just took his girlfriend I, okay so i really don't know at this point that's why i've asked so many questions about power levels because the ebony blade is a very strong weapon on earth right. fighting human-sized things that is not a planet killer what's it gonna do i guess it's a lot of planet-sized thing that's the thing like now see that's the, that's the confusing part because marvel could do a heel turn on this so there's another black blade so there's another black sword in the mcu that's supposed to pop up in thor love and thunder called the necro sword that's wielded by gore that is a planet killer gore literally raises entire like just destroys entire planets with it in the comics so let's throw in the dark saber from star wars and the mandalorian while we're at it what's <laughs> up with all these dark disney knows exactly where its merchandising rights are right now they're like, just seriously. like, yeah, get that merch. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Because that's where my mind's going. We're at Camelot. We're at the Mandalorian. Yeah. We're like, what's going on? Yeah. And the you best watch part this about whole that big long... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, you watch this whole big long movie and you're confused by all this other stuff. And then you get to this end credit scene and then it's like, <laughs> wait a right. minute. Now where right. are we going? Yeah, right. those two those two never compete on a celestial level in the comics. Blade is Blade is another one of those street level. Yeah, he's fighting vampires and he's like fast and strong, like kind of like Captain America, but with cool swords and stuff. But he's again, he's not a planet killer. He's not taking down Galactus think, when he comes to us. I don't, and I don't think he's going to end up doing that. I think, I think the whole yeah. thing with, I think he's going to team up with Blade to fight vampires. So now we're bringing the world of vampires into the MCU. I'm down. Okay. For it. Okay. Cool. Now, give me what? Moon Knight too. Moon Knight. I, I'm, I'm, I think Moon Knight's supposed to team up with them in some capacity. I would, okay. I would be down for that. Hey, whatever. Cool, cool. Just, <laughs> just, just keep planets out of it. Just, just, just go away. Go away. Planet size crap. Now, I mean, I, I'd like to know if plans are going to change now because this is easily the worst reviewed movie. Uh, and I'm not sure how they're doing in terms of box office. I did see yeah. a very sizable decrease. So yeah. I don't know if plans are going to change because of how this movie was received. We'll see. I, I think you're yeah. absolutely right. I think they're going to, these characters are going to become sort of a lesser version of how the Incredible Hulk's been portrayed in the MCU, where he's just going to, they're just going to pop up in other people's stuff. 
Like they're gonna pop up in Guardians or I don't know what I don't know any other space characters they have right now outside of the Eternals, and I really don't care about them. So yeah. if we ever get a Novacore movie, maybe they pop up in Novacore. I don't know. Galactus, I don't know. We're supposedly getting a Fantastic Four movie. That's gonna have to pull Galactus in at some point. Maybe they come back for Galactus. He's a celestial. They can help fight him. Great. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see where, where yeah. this all goes. Um I don't you know, I was worried about I told I've said this before. I was worried about how they were gonna bring all the MCU people together in Avengers Endgame and like event Infinity War and Endgame but that it was perfect. And now the universe has expanded so much more. It has. How how much more room can there be to well explain this well and make it work? And that's that's a word that that I've thought of with regards to this is arrogance. They just thought, mm-hmm. oh, let's just bring any anything from the comics and we'll bring it in and we'll just make a movie out of it and everybody will yeah. love it because it says MCU on it. I mean, they did it with Guardians. Nobody knew who that but raccoon it's, was. But yes. it's still, yeah, I don't know. The, don't but, ruin my dreams. I love the No, MCU. but I agree with you guys. I think, I think the ambition is where, not necessarily bringing in unknown characters. They tried to shoot their shot and be like, this is our next big level bad three movies after we just dealt with Thanos. We spent 20 plus movies building up to Thanos and that infinity. So, and now we're just like, nope, there's this thing that's even bigger than Thanos that you're going to have to fight. Don't introduce that in the first movie. Right. Shang-Chi did it right. There was a big CGI bad, whatever. I I have my issues with that. We were all over cult, but it was grounded. It had good character development. Like, I I love that movie. Yeah. yeah, it had it had like what four or five central characters. Like that's enough, and some of them were side because Simu was clearly the lead. So this just tried to cram too much in and build this expansive universe. It was it was MCU arrogance. I think Joe put it perfectly. They're like we have a we we have a formula that has worked. We're gonna keep pumping it out with bigger stars and bigger action and a bigger bad. And I don't really think that's what people want. Like their their TV shows have been immensely successful and they've all been less insane. Although WandaVision was pretty crazy, but still more grounded than this crap. Um, Agreed. Uh, Wanda should talk to Druig about how, like, compare notes on how to control control large groups of people and just you know just, just, just she needs to school him big time yeah just yeah saying. just saying <laughs> yeah her her created her, her her group of controlled people were right cooler than his group of controlled people I that's agree. for sure they also had five minutes of screen time like <laughs> that's the problem there's those those videos i send you guys sometimes from screen rant of like the guy doing the pitch meetings and the version of himself the one yeah. for eternals he literally said that got the executive guys like oh this sounds like it would make a really great disney plus series now nah, we're gonna cram it all into a two hour and 30 minute yeah. movie and at the very end he goes like it's like well this sounds like it's gonna be a great disney plus series you mean movie i said what i said it, <laughs> yeah it would have been an interesting if it was over like six hours or eight yeah. hours or something like that, that would have been really interesting to really flesh out these characters. All six, dozen yeah. of them. Yeah. Make it a six part series. Give me two characters, an episode, yes. give me some development, give yes. me some plot over the course of those episodes and give me a big boss to fight at the end. I would have been, I would have been over the moon about this. 
you did not have the time to or there you're right with the ambition that whole icarus metaphor like have it lead into a movie where they all team up and they fight they 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 fight a big bad or whatever the heck or, or have it lead to a it's something in that movie yeah. Or, oh, you know what? I just I just fixed the ending of this movie and we take it out of the cosmic realm when they kill the not kill when they turn to marble or put to sleep or whatever term they were using the eternal coming out of the coming out of the core. It breaks their connection to the to the celestials and they become mortal. They still have some version of their powers, but they don't they can't do like godlike. Interesting. Things. That would have been, that interesting. been like that. better. Yeah. You put them on the same level with characters we've seen. And now they have to deal with the loss of their powers and stuff. I just fixed that movie. Marvel. There you go. Where are you? We, we are so much, Andrew, people. We are so much better than this than they are. Than we. <laughs> oh God. Guys, yeah. I I missed you. I'm so glad we got to talk. I'm so yeah. so happy. I'm so happy I got to finally talk about this because I've been oh I'm so angry about this. Sorry, it took me so I've long been... to see it, but yeah. no, no, it's so many thoughts. Hey, just so, so many thoughts just about this movie, so man. Happy, yeah, happy I was doing rewrites for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we only have one week till Hawkeye, which I'm yeah, very excited really for. already that was amazing. Yeah, oh, next good. Friday. I'm actually talk about again. I'm actually looking forward to that. And you know, you you know my thoughts about Hawkeye, but I think I I, I have very high hopes for this series because because the they, did they, this to you. <laughs> the is so disappointing. You can't disappoint me more. That's it. That's it. At this point, they could have took a bunch of poop and threw it on a screen. I'd be like, yes, yes, it's better than Eternals. Yes. That one looks like Thor. No. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Not sorry. I picked a random one. I like Chris Hemsworth. Okay. I'm glad he's back, honestly. All right. Um, so. <laughs> anyway, take care, guys. guys. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Hey, Talk bye. Soon. Bye. bye.